All right, let's welcome to the programme out of the blue set up. A good man, spent a lot of time with the Hurricanes as a player, the great Paul Tito, good Taranaki boy as well. Paul, good afternoon, welcome. How you doing, boys? Yeah, very well, thank you. Uh, my good man, Steve's been uh, singing your praises. He's been pretty impressed by what he's seen with the Blues team in pre-season. Uh, do you concur? Are you pretty happy with the way they're tracking heading into this first game? Yeah, well, I think, you know, pre-season's pre-season, eh? There's no points on the line, but, you know, I mean, you, you work hard December and you come back January and you try and implement stuff that you think can help your game and you get out there in your pre-season games and, and you can do what you can do, so... Yeah, we've been we've been happy with where we're at. We've still got a bit to go. Um, we're going to be testing these first three weeks. We've got a, we're obviously uh, at home up north uh, for the first um, game, and then away for a few. So it's a tough start for us, but um, we're under no illusions how tough this will be. But we we've got to start well to make sure we. Uh, can set ourselves up for later in the year. Uh, yeah, uh, you headed up to Japan. I mean, what have been the objectives? What, what were you trying to get out of this pre-season? And have you achieved them? Yeah, I think the boys look a bit fitter, to be fair. They're a little bit stronger. They're doing different kind of programs. So a lot more straight line running, um, like like the good old days. So, yeah, um, I think the boys have really responded to it. Um, but, you know, the rugby's different now. Um, and... and and we when we get into this first phase of of, of games uh, where things crank up quite heavily, um, and we've just got to make sure that we're doing simple things well, and that's what we've been really focusing on. And body height and carry clean, all these things that all coaches talk about, and just putting real emphasis on 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 those simple things done well. Mate, at what stage do the All Blacks come in? Obviously, there's a, a lot of experience and a lot of senior players with those ABs in the Blues team. Um, at what stage do they come back? Yeah, well, you know, they played 40 minutes in the weekend, most of them. Yeah. Um, office a little bit away from uh, a couple of clean-outs he had in the off-season. But I think we saw in that second half um, against the Chiefs just the, the impact they had on, on our game. Um, you know, Caleb looks um, outstanding. It's the best Nick I've ever seen him in, and I'm sure everyone's talking about it. And, um, you know, he's hungry for work, and, and he's had a really big, Post World Cup, um, and he's and he's come back hungry and firing. So we look forward to seeing him in action and 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 unleashing him as much as we can. Uh, the other guy on the other wing had a pretty good year last year as well. So we're excited to see that. But as you know, Stevie, um, you know the the game's up front, and we've got to be better in our more, and we've got to be better in our scrum, we've got to be more consistent in our lineout. And, and that's what it will come down to in those big games. Typical forward, mate. Yeah, yeah. Games up front. Steve, te- Steve tells me it's all around the pivot. It's all around the halfback. Hey, look, just quickly going back to Caleb Clark before we do start to address some of those other issues. I guess maybe in the previous two seasons, a little bit guilty or maybe frustration from fans that he tries to run through players. And I guess the purists want to see wingers try and beat players on the outside. Is, has there been sort of those conversations with him? What are you wanting to see from Caleb in regards to what he does and how he approaches defences when he does have ball in hand? Yeah, I, I like to concentrate on the small numbers, to be fair, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, just just seeing, uh, seeing what Caleb does, you know, he's um he's a power athlete and, you know, he picks and chooses moments and, you know, he's got plenty of tools in his toolbox to use, so he's just got to be picking those at, at the right time and the right moment and I think being a bit leaner and meaner um, will definitely help him in that space. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I certainly think him a bit leaner, a bit lighter, is uh, certainly helps him on his feet. His uh, footwork over the last couple of matches have been sensational, and that diving catch in Japan for the try was as, as good as you're ever going to see. 
Uh, mate, have you have you boys had a chance to look at the draw? I I managed to um, catch some highlights of them playing the Brumbies last weekend, and jeepers, they're um, they're a talented team now across the board. They're a dangerous lot, aren't they? You know, they um, yeah, they you know they're another year older and, and been in a professional environment where where they're growing the athletes and and becoming better at the simple things like they're stopping the mall and and mauling themselves. You know, they scored a couple of tries in the weekend. From all, so mate, it's 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 going to be a tough game. Um, I, I'm picking this one. I know it's in Whangarei. I'm actually a little bit gutted about Whangarei. I was contemplating the drive up just for a watch, mate. I, I'm I'm picking this to be the game of the tournament already. Uh, Blues draw in Whangarei. I just think both teams are what they I've seen from them already this year is just excitement plus, and they're not scared to throw the ball around and get it to the wingers. And I just think it's going to be a belter. Uh, it should be. It's a great way to start the. Super rugby, I think, for us, um, especially getting up north to Whangarei, you know, they, um, they're, they're proud blues um, country, um, and obviously there's a lot of um, Fijian families up there too. So hopefully we can get a good crowd up there. Beautiful day, which hopefully it's forecast to be. You know, they say it's a winterless north, so let's get up there and and, and really get amongst it. Yeah, Paul, I mean, historically with Fiji insides, you sort of say, look, let's just keep it tight. Let's just pick and go. Let's go through the middle. We'll beat them in the forwards. Is that still the case? Or have we seen a real evolution and progression in the Fijian game that you've actually now got to be, um, you, you know, you've got to be more multidimensional to beat this Fijian team? Yeah, I think I think the latter. You've got, to be, you've got to be able to play both types of game against them. Uh, like, well, like we said, they've improved their, their, their game throughout. Uh, they've got a lot of players um, that have coming back from overseas that have bolstered their squad. You know, they definitely lose a few to the to the top 14, and you know they're pretty easily poached. But you know, they're doing a great job over there. McBurn and, and good mate of mine, Glenn Jackson. Uh, they got Greg Fleming from um, Manawatu as well. You know, so they got some influences from from elsewhere, and and they're slowly building their game. And you know, they'll be a threat this year, and and, and we we know it's going to be the that first game will be bloody tough. Mate, let's talk about um, let's talk about Wellington and the Highlanders. Obviously, uh, a couple of New Zealand teams. The Highlanders putting some serious points on the Crusaders. Did you see that? Any part of that? No, I I, I did see the Crusaders squad. Um, obviously, they've travelled back from the UK after two games over there. I'm picking that the travel would have been tough for them, um, and they've decided to rest quite a few of those guys to be ready for round one. Yeah, you know, I did. they back themselves to be ready, and you know it looked like an academy team, um, and a few guys that I actually didn't even know. So, you know, they do it different down there, and, and they give those other guys an opportunity to grow and, and develop. And you know, I'm sure it'll be a totally different team this week. But I think take nothing away from the Highlanders; uh, they've, they've they've obviously changed things up down there. They're um, they look fitter than last year. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, Kenny Lynn's gone in there bit of a point of difference he's been in the top 14 so yeah that'll it'll be interesting um obviously all my focus currently is on the Jura uh before I'll switch to the Hollanders maybe on uh on Wednesday um if you had any opportunity to have a look at the Hurricanes your old your old boys yeah I was interested in that that Hollanders Hurricanes score I had a quick squiz um it was their first game and the Hollanders already had a hit out and it looked like that they made it error after error and they didn't really get much going but um, you know they played Moira on the weekend and they looked much better. They scored some pretty, uh, pretty amazing tries uh, from long range and that. So you know we know what the Hurricanes are like. They're um, 
uh, bloody hard to beat on their day. Yeah, when they're on, they're on, all right. Uh, new head coach for the Blues, Vern Cotter. Has that been a seamless transition? And has it been a revolution in the way the Blues are looking to do things since Aaron Major? Um, tell us about maybe the differences in terms of coaching style and perhaps maybe the differences we might see from the Blues this season to what we saw last year. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, he's been around. He's been overseas for a long time. He's got a different way of seeing the game. Um, and that can only be positive, you know what I mean? I think you look at Ireland and and, um, and France, you know, and he's he's coached in Scotland, obviously, and he sees it from a different lens, and, and that can only be good for everyone. He puts a microscope on, on the small things done well and, and and the simple things that we all know that um, that, that are important for a game, like exiting and, and making sure that you catch a kick-off and all these little things that we all know, but he... He really makes sure that, that that detail's in, and 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 the boys are on, and the simple things are done for him. So, yeah, it's been it's been a good change up. I feel. Um, you know, I mean, if the trophy cabinet was full, then maybe you don't need to change. But you know, it's not full, so some so something had to be done about that, and and it's been a good change so far. Mate, what's have you have you had much changes to your work uh, in and around the breakdown? I mean, I just feel it's such a massive part of the game these days. If it's a if you can get it right, you you go a long way to winning a game of footy. Has he brought much changes in that area? Yeah, just little tweaks, um, you know, that we've changed up, and hopefully you'll be able to see those in the games without me uh, jumping on here and spitting my mouth. Um, you know, what I mean, I think it's it's you know everyone's looking for the edge and. There's more breakdowns than anything in the game, so every every team's trying to do something a little bit different and trying to find those two percent, one percent little change ups, so you can, so you can, uh, so on your side of the ball, create lightning quick ball, and on the other side of the other ball, slide it up and getting getting turnovers. So you know that's the that's the name of the game, and you know we've certainly spent a bit more time in that space this year, and hopefully we'll see some, uh, you'll see some fruit on the weekend. You are listening to the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run. Paul Tito out of the Blues is our guest on the programme. Mark Watson alongside of us, uh, former All Black Steve Devine. I just want to ask about a couple of your loose forwards, uh, Rob Rush, Anton Segner. Um, Anton, well, he's been in the system for a while. Rob, I think he made a real impact in the NPC a couple of years ago. Where are these guys in regards to their development? Would you have trust in to start both players? Talk us a little bit through where these both players sort of sit at the moment. Yeah, Rob obviously was with us first year last year um, after a good NPC, like you said. Um, didn't get many opportunities last year. Uh, just transitioning into that into that Super Rugby being a pro twelve months of the year and and getting him getting his you know body ready to play at that next level. Uh, he's actually had two uh, poorly timed injuries this season, where which has put him out for most of the preseason. So he's definitely behind the eight ball. But you know we know Robbie's a, um, he's got a big engine and a big heart, and you know he'll he'll come back a lot quicker than other players would have if they were in the same situation. So. Yeah, he's he'll be back at some stage. Um, obviously, wasn't involved in the game in the weekend, so he's not too far away. So he's he's um, he's going to have to bide his time a little bit um, with the loose forwards the way they're going. Obviously, we've got some pretty good depth in there. Hoskins looks pretty keen to show people that he's a that he can be back in the All Blacks. Um, Anton, um, yeah, he's been a real big mover for us this year. Um, he's he's 22 now. He's he's growing and. He's a great leader and a great man and, and a great blues man. And, um, 
yeah, he's really started well. He's uh, he's got a lot more physical and he's good at the breakdown. So yeah, it'll be interesting when the team's named uh, during the week if if these guys are pushing for for starting spots. Mate, a lot of people really don't understand, you know, how much it takes to get yourself ready for Super Rugby compared to NPCA. Like it, it is just a giant difference between the two. Yeah, no, no, definitely it is. I think, um, you know, just the speed of the game and the, and the collisions. Being out on the, um, it was quite funny at Tikapuna the other day. You're, you're actually down on the field and you're actually seeing it and feeling the hits. And yeah, it's pretty brutal. Uh, <laughs> Makes you want to come back, eh, mate? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, when you when you run through your squad here, and I, I, I'll just also off the back of this question, maybe get you to tell us a little bit about Lucas Cashmore. But when you do run through the squad here, I mean, you've lost some marquee players. Um, some will be coming back uh, in following seasons. But Bowden Barrett, Nepo Laulala, Tom Robertson, Alex Hodgman, just to name four very influential Blues out. When you run through all the positions, you look at your depth of your squad. Is there any one particular position where you are possibly slightly weak, where you wouldn't want to pick up any sort of key injuries? Yeah, well, I think Lock has already um, already started like this. We've obviously lost Paddy, and, and we had a couple of things in the weekend, so we're a bit we're a bit thin in there at the moment. So we don't need any more of that. Um, no, I think you know overall, I think there's competition for places, which is positive. Um, everyone's had a big pre-season, and everyone's putting pressure on each other. Um, com- competition at uh, at training has been really good. So, no, I think over the overall, I think um, you know we're, we're not looking too bad. Lucas Cashmore. Yeah, <laughs> Lucas. Um, you know, obviously. His uh, uncle Adrian, a, a proud Blues man and, and a legend of the game up here, and a top man. Um, but a plenty boy has played pretty good for um, the Bop over the last two seasons. Gets his opportunity up in the big smoke to, to really cement his spot. Um, you know, left look, left foot, um, point of difference. Um, you know, top man uh, knows the game. Uh, just you know, just just that transition like. Um, Stevie said around around from NPC and really stepped up from Super Rugby and learning from the guys in front of him. I heard you talking about Stephen before the sh- before I jumped jumped on and you know he's got the keys to the city and and he's going really well and he's you know he's grown into that that guy that we knew he could be and and Cashy you know just getting him behind him and and learning everything and absorbing from these um, experienced backs that we do have. Mate, just uh, going back to the locks. Um, obviously, we've had an injury there with Paddy, and we're a little bit thin. Um, can you can, please? Can you come back before they bring back Ali Williams? No, I think I'll bring Ali Williams. Back. <laughs> oh, mate, <coughs> you were sick and tired of doing all the hard work in the tight five, and only for to have the oh. halfbacks never arrive on time, and having halfbacks with slow passes. Uh, Steve Devine. Yeah, no, no, no. He would definitely get. Um, he would definitely get the nod for it. <laughs> mate, he's rubbish. Hey, uh, and mate, one more thing. Uh, tell us about your Rugby World Cup campaign with Georgia. It wasn't uh, wasn't all bad. Nah, we, we actually played some pretty good rugby at times. Eh? We didn't really string a, a real quality game together. To be fair, um, uh, when before I went, I thought we were going to be the Portugal of the World Cup. I thought we were actually going to go over there and knock. You know what I mean? Like, give Aussie a good go, you know? It was always going to be a bit... Mate, there were a couple of drop go. passes in that game. I commentated that yes, game. Yes, a couple of drop yes, passes yes. and you were in front. Yep, and, uh, 100%. The one I, that um, the 15 threw, Nini threw, yep. and, and yep. they got the intercept. I still think, I still think yep. that was the biggest um, upset of the World Cup, the entire World Cup, Australia beating you guys. 
Yep. Um, <laughs> didn't really enjoy having a beer in Oz in the Aussie change room, and Eddie being as, as smitten as he was, but didn't win another game after that. So it was quite nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, like uh, Fiji, you know, we we should have could have beaten Fiji with that pass just for half time. Is that Ford? I don't know. But you know what I mean, like yeah, you know, yeah. and we drew to Portugal, and then by the end we were cooked against Wales. So, mm-hmm. mate, what an experience! France, hell of a spot. Um, the top 14 competition is going off. We all know that. All these players from England and all over the world are, are heading to France. The competition's amazing. It's well supported. Um, my old team, beat, uh, Poe, beat Bordeaux this morning on the road. So uh, that would have been a big um, bus trip home for them. So, yeah, France is an amazing uh, spot for sport, uh, the infrastructure, and uh, just the way they look after the teams was second to none. Well, Paul, just before we do let you go, just a quick message to Blues fans. Yeah, no, we're excited about the year. We we um, we're going to show you guys on the park, and 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 we want you guys to head along and and get behind the lads and and see us do play some exciting rugby, and uh, and we're making sure we're performing week in week out for you guys. Fantastic, Paul Tito. Thank you for joining us on the program. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Greatly appreciated. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.